and in running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. One, four. One, four. Let's get it. Okay. So, top of mind, because I just worked out earlier, the first thing that actually, it actually comes from episode 13 too, is I was thinking about our country is, has such a strong foundation that we know when certain cycles and patterns happen. Because I've been thinking a lot about pattern recognition and that for like an individual comes from a large, large uh, element of awareness, self-awareness. So if you're able to recognize things and how like cycles within yourself on a weekly or monthly basis, it's really powerful. But the fact that we know that for like short-term and long-term cycles with this country, it shows how, how rock solid um, just everything is. And I, I don't know, it, it connects to what we talked about last episode, but just something I want to bring up because it was top of mind. You know, I relate to that. On the flip side, um, if you don't, if you're not self-aware of everything that's going on, you're just going to be crumbled by it. Yeah. Because everything happens so fast. There's too many moving pieces to where if you're not self-aware, you're not self-aware of what's going on externally. I mean, you're going to be uh, 10 foot on the ground. And I, and I, as we were talking about before we, we hit the red button to record, what, what has been like your bigger learning with uh, being humbled? Because, I think, dude, we're literally living in a recession. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty astronomical. Um, and like this pandemic's still occur- occurring. So this quarter, especially, you have like wildfires burning in California, like in, worse than ever. So it causes you to take a step back. So like for you, where, where are you at? Bro, um, as far as where I'm at with like ego and get let it rip i mean if that's if that's top of mind yeah um well no like that's what i took from that yeah and then i started smiling because i was talking to my um jack and i was i was saying like bro like honestly like i rid myself of so much ego like not trying to brag because we had um people over the other day and uh there was a few girls um but anyway i was just everybody's like oh no you got to be like dick to these girls like you gotta like i'm just like honestly i'm just gonna be me because like i don't really give a shit what anybody thinks and it's just like even with real estate it's like everybody's like yo no you gotta do it this way you gotta do it that way i'm like no like i don't really care like i'm gonna do it this way and it's just like even if i make a fool out of myself it's just like okay i mean i mean i was a fool so that's just a personality trait of a frame of mind like sometimes you're a fool sometimes you're scared sometimes you're happy Sometimes you're overly aggressive, like just accept it. And I don't know. I've really been uh, diving deep in like, I'm like, wow, like I've really done a good job on suppressing an ego. Yeah. I think if there's one thing, and I would definitely say this for you, bro. If there's one thing to put a badge of honor on for this entire quarantine, it's been like the interpersonal work. Like, yeah, Yeah. this stuff is great that we've made some, we have new skills and whatever, but like that's, that's huge because that sets you up for the future. And bro, it's, it's not easy too. I remember, I, I think I said this three podcasts ago, but I was going to really stop. Uh, I was going to focus on no, no, no more like white lies. You know, sometimes they just slip and you over exaggerate. They're not a lie. They're an over exaggeration. Um, and everybody does it. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody does it. Yeah. So I caught myself. I'm like, dude, 
like in my head, like I have like Tom and then I have like my other alter ego. And he's just like, dude, that didn't happen. You're, you're being over-exaggerated. And I had to go back and I'm like, and I heard uh, the, the reason why I did this is because I re- remember get David Goggins saying, you got to go full in. And uh, I just, uh, I just went to my buddy and I'm just like, Hey man, I over-exaggerated. I lied to you a little bit there. And uh, <laughs> dude, it was uh he like looked at me, just like, like he was just surprised. Like you just like said something, kind of lied, like over exaggerated, and just like stopped yourself right there. Be like, hey man, I I over exaggerated. Yeah. I lied to you. How did you feel when you did that? Free. Yeah. Free. Dude, if you just do that, you're free. Yeah. Suppress the ego. Um, don't lie. I mean, I'm not saying lie. But sometimes you over-exaggerate without even being consciously aware that you're doing it. And so many people do that. That's why it's important to seek understanding. Yeah. Not just awareness. Because the one thing I was going to say, too, which I brought up humility before, there's two, there's two reasons people call you a fool for certain things. It's either you're outside of the path in which they're used to. So you're actually, it's like more of your minority. Um, but also it's it's you're a fool because that's the beginning stages of being a master. You know, I, I posted something the other day with Peter Jordan Peterson and he was like, you know, in order to be a master, you have to be a fool or something of that nature. Um, and it just hit home because I'm going through a time in which I'm taking so much risk early on in life on top of external risks that are happening on top of some other stuff I won't bring up in, in terms of family uh, moves with, with risk as well. So it's like, it's not as big with the family stuff and personal, it's not as big compared to what other people go through in life. I'm not getting stabbed or shot or I'm not in a bad neighborhood, but um, for my subjective world right now, it's worse than it's ever been uh, yeah. in certain fronts. So it like causes you to um, develop I, a sharp sword in the, in the garden. Can I ask you a question? Because this is kind of the way I've been interpreting it is um, like we mentioned being a fool is like, okay. But uh, I feel like where this um, connection makes being a fool bad is like, so say you did something foolish, right? And you compare yourself to me and say, I just crushed it. I, uh, I, um, I'm kill- I just killed the deal. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I- I'm doing better than you, right? It's like, that's when people say, oh, I'm foolish because look at him compared to me. But if you just compare yourself to yourself, like a, being a fool is just like, it's almost irrelevant because there is no, nothing to base it on. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like yeah. The, the word fool is based on a perception of another person's almost caliber. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that, and that's why, I, that's why I said it, the first thing of which I brought up before. It's like people see you as a fool or, or minority, as it should be coined, because you're not in the current path they're on. Yeah, that's why I've learned a lot this week, bro, with just this, I guess, last six, seven months with detaching from uh, an emotion. I think it's it's a a big thing. If I could take away from 2020, it's Mm. caused me to one question the path and not in a bad way. It's like testing it, too, because if you question you're testing, you know, the same thing we'll get into with God. Like when you question things with your religions, you're, you're showing if you care. But then the second point is it caused me to think without having thoughts be my aim. You know what I like that one quote by right, Yeah. So 
I'm just like so stoic in that way now because anything that's thrown at me, it's like, all right, let's maneuver. Let's see it as it is. Don't get over consumed into this black hole of pity or greed or, or doubt, yeah. you know, and I think it's crucial. I was going to bring something up because, dude, I completely agree with you. And I don't even want to mention like your family, but I remember when I was over your house. Um, no, you were over my house. And I uh, remember something happened with the bedroom and then your mom reacted. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just completely relate to that. Because my, <laughs> yeah, because my mom overreacts like that too. And I just remember like you just saying like, like take emotion out of it, like calm down. Because like, honestly, you can just become blissful in any state you'll make such a better decision. Mm-hmm. And then my second to that is, which I don't think, I think you're aware of, but you didn't mention it, is oh, I've seen this like the last four or five months out of you is like, you used to be like, uh, your time was almost second. If you need to help someone, they go first. And I just really, every time I'm talking to you, it's almost just like, and we talked about this on the last podcast. I think you're delegating your time to yeah. the most efficient way to fulfill your dreams. I want to, I want to, that's, I'm, yeah, that's, uh, I really yeah. like those points. I wanted to bring up this too, because it literally happened today where my um, grandfather, he needed to go somewhere. So I was like, all right, I'll Uber you. Cause like that, we didn't have, I didn't want to use someone else's car and just how it was. Um, I ended up driving him, but nonetheless, forget that. So I was like, yeah, I'll Uber you. And he's like, oh, don't waste money. Like, why do you Uber? And I was like, Cause I see my time and I value it as X dollars per hour. So if I were to call an Uber, it'd actually be cheaper. Um, and I'll be saving money compared to how I value. Uh, cause my time, my value per hour is more than the Uber cost. So he was like, ah, oh, okay. But then after that, I was like, the only thing about that is, is there's families prices. You can't put a price tag on family. So like certain things, although I'm in this mindset, I'm able to detach and say, all right, aunt, you can't think like this always. Yeah, I'm happy you mentioned that because, uh, like, what about like relationships? Yeah, like, yeah. So, like, so. yeah, how do you, like, I feel as though if you were to be too practical and like, um, I guess like, what like analytical is analytical, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like you can use it with, with relationships, like a partner or like a friend, but it's just it uh, it shouldn't be overused because you can't some things you can't measure. You can't yeah, measure certain like happiness. Tell me what you think of this. I heard this uh, the other day, um, but I heard it like way before. But it really hit me the other day because I was like thinking about it, like incorporating in my own life. But a guy named Ryan Serrant, he's a very successful real estate agent. He used uh, to be yeah. on like, Bravo TV, all that stuff. But yeah, he made a good point to where he's like, I borrow a bank of time. So where like, especially in businesses, you know, like. You don't always know when you're going to work. Sometimes you got to work Saturday night and it's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, but you borrow that bank of time. So now you owe, you owe three, four hours that you just did work on that Saturday like, night towards relationships now. So your bank of time you owe for, or say, Hey, listen, um, I haven't like, for example, um, business was really bad for me from like last Sunday to like, I would say mid Wednesday at night really picked up and um, I kind of just did, I like nothing was happening. So I kind of just started working out a little harder, you know, um, type uh, working on my book, uh, more personal development. And then I'm like, wow, now I owe hours towards work. But then I kind of went a little insane. I'm like, okay, now you owe hours towards relationships. And it's almost like that bank of time. Yeah. 
that's uh, a that's a great tool to use for modulation because you always talk about yeah. modulation cheap. things. Yeah, because modulation, you got to modulate your values. Again, if you're uh, Tony Robbins talks about this. Um, so many people value significance. If you value significance, no judge. That's fine. Like great yeah. for you. You value being significant in the world. That's a biological reason. Other people value importance. You know what I do has to be important right? Other people value love. All I care is about loving that other person. And that's everything to me. Everything else is nothing. And other people value wealth. Mm. I got to be the one I got to make it I got to be rich. I need this. Um, yeah, you can't argue which one's worse. Because a lot of people say, Oh, you don't want to fall in the money trap. And it's just too You're too materialistic and too desire. Well, money equals power and if you can give power away to millions you know what i'm saying it's use like that, I use that, it's a little better yeah so um you got to modulate which value you have and if you have a few like i i do want to be significant i do want to have some importance i would say wealth is on the bottom of my list more but uh right now i'm shooting for gold and i value love like probably the highest so like my modulation has to be sh strictly disciplined there's way too many going on but i know a lot of people that are just like bro i just want that i just want that great yeah exactly they say like if you want everything you, you can't have anything or like right. th those quotes of that like dichotomy of it yeah you you really got to know yourself but the, but the the reason you're able to get there is because you put in so much uh you have this bedrock of internal understanding mm. that you put in so now like your machine set so if you were to teeter in certain ways you're like all right got to fix this in order to modulate correctly um that's why i'm in the same boat bro that's why i realized i have to say no more we talked about delegation of time but most importantly i think i refined my complete purpose for this stage of my life yeah. i know for certain the reason i used to help so many people first before myself it wasn't that i didn't love myself as much even though that was a part of it and i ironed that out it was more so like i was overemphasizing my purpose because my purpose right now and it could be the same forever or it can change is i help people get out of their own way i'm i'm basically like the guide for their non-conscious perceptions and i'm this like this we talked about this um before this entrepreneur more of this entrepreneur because i'm that uh i'm that sherpa to help other people taking risk get up the mountain of mount everest so mm. um was that the biggest lesson you learned you think as for your personal development i think so bro because if you know where you're going obviously you know they say when you make a plan god laughs but yeah if you know where you're going it's uh you know passenger car purpose is your map it's pretty nice to know where the heck you're going so it makes everything a little bit easier and I found that, well, it, yeah, you go. I was going to say, this is another Tony Robbins thing. <laughs> thing. Uh, hey, I'm sorry, but oh, bring it. I, I had those desires. Like everybody values different things, but then there's subcategories and some people value the uncertainty in their life. They, they need constant change. And I, I would say Gary Vee's kind of like that. Like he always needs noise and he always needs surprises. And then some people want certainty and they want to know, Hey, Monday, I'm doing this Thursday at five o'clock. I'm doing this. And that's how it's going to be. So like, it's almost yeah, just yeah. like when, we, some people want variety. Some people don't. When do you, 
I guess I'm getting to the point now where it's like, how do you, so you know all that, how do you decipher when you're doing it wrong? Like, like, you know what I mean? So say for example, Mm. there's someone who values uncertainty, um, but they don't feel on path. Like how, like what's an easy way for them to catch themselves? Like, I think I always say, if your environment's not aligned with your values or vice versa, then you need to question. Yeah. Yeah. I would say they value uncertainty. So yeah, we don't want use this example for now. Un- the uncertainty. Use uncertainty. But they, but, they, say, but they still but they still feel lost. Yeah. So say they value uncertainty. It's like this is a subcategory. Say they they value um selling, they, they value owning a restaurant, but they value the uncertainty of what can come from the market. So they have to constantly adjust um prices, hours, whatever, especially in a recession, say but then they feel off path for one reason or another. Like what is a way for them to catch themselves? Yeah. So first and foremost, the best way to catch yourself is just go back, go back to the original reason why you set out for that goal. Goals can change. And I, I said, that's what I mean by like questioning using the value. Cause you can either question cool. your environment or like mm. you question the values you have. I would always go back and question that value. Value first. That's if, that's if my blueprint is out of line with my environment. It's, I, I always say this to you. I never try to make an extreme decision after I've just been in a different area for a while or I've been going through something. Like You got to get in that clean mind if you're going to make that decision. But um, yeah. just go back to your value. Question your value. Because if you could pick apart your value, it's not strong enough. It's not strong enough. And desire... Yeah. Again, I say this all the time on the podcast, but they require suffering. And if that desire is, if you can question it, your own self can question and pick it apart. It's nowhere near strong enough. Like my, you know, my values, you know what I'm going on. Even if you were trying to persuade me not to have that value, I don't think it would be possible just because I questioned it millions of times. I'm like, no, it's this or die. Like really, you, like. you know, and you know, the thing is too, this is so awesome that we got to this point. People, if they get to that, shouldn't judge that it's happening. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the fact that you're questioning and it might not be the correct thing at this moment. Why are you hating yourself for having to change? If you change. Yeah. I think that's really important. I think that's really big. Which it's, dis- it's, it's a lot of discomfort. It's a lot of discomfort. So they're hating themselves saying, why are you doing this to yourself? Why? And dude, I, I know <laughs> I mentioned the same guys on this podcast, but David Goggins has a perfect way to solve this problem because I do it to myself all the time, especially in the rise up. When I mean the rise up, you're creating a business, you're creating a culture, you're creating a value, you're creating anything. Yeah. Record yourself, record yourself because there's going to be so many times to where you got to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Like, what am I trying to achieve here? Record yourself and then go back and play it in all different states. Play when you're happy, play when you're angry, play when you're depressed, see where it's at. Question why you are doing it in all different states of mind. And if it passes all different states of mind, you know, that's yeah, yeah. golden. I like that. That's like, re- the, it comes down to the repetition of things and that's the best way to repeat. Yeah. I like that a lot. Cause then, yeah. They, yeah. What a, what a great asset that recording and through technology is nowadays. Yeah. 
because you can use that for like they always say go to yourself first or like we'll get into they say you should go to god first and then yourself and then others but like the fact that you can go to yourself not just by like meditating but by listening to yourself through a recording is i think that paints a good picture with what you just said that's all no a hundred percent and i i know i know i mentioned the same guys on this relationship uh on this podcast but i it's the they all have perfect relationships with who they are and they rest their head on that pillow each night happy. Um, and I think that's one of the strongest values of life. Like after all said and done, like this is how I, um, this is like one of the tactics, so to speak of how I question what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like when you're 70, 80, 90 dying, right? What will matter? What will matter? Will this matter? Probably not. It's going to matter in about 10, 20 years, you know, so money. Yeah. This deal. I'm you can't trying to close at this deal. It does matter. It matters for six months down the line. It matters because you're going to build momentum and build a career. It matters. But when you're in that deep depressed mode or angry with yourself, cause too much change and the uncertainty, you don't know how to navigate through the uncertainty. Ask yourself, 90 year old you will this matter and if it doesn't it most likely will not matter because it's just going to be can you find bliss in this situation test yourself try to be happy in that struggle yeah yeah that's because like as you get yeah as you get older your uh priorities dwindle and you only have a few yeah so like that's that's the that's the principle as to why why one should do that and for and for and as you get older too, you find that people get it's like the re as I said, your your priorities gets dwindle and you have like one or two things you only care about. Usually it's family and then usually it's like a higher being of some sort. Yeah. If it's anything else, you you got life wrong. <laughs> um but like you think it's a lack of faith? In what context? In the context that a lot of people um look at like change and uncertainty like such an such with a negative connotation i think so i like they want to answer it themselves they can't leave it to another yeah yeah because what i was going to bring up before with refining the uh the path and asking the questions you do that in order to let go of things that didn't serve you so you can be in more of what you're meant to be in and I think a lot of people are afraid to let go of themselves in order to be with whatever higher being they want. will say God. Yeah. You know? And I think that's because there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of control. There's a lot of self-indulgence um, that they're not Ego. afraid to step away from. Ego. Ego. Exactly. That's, mm. that's why for you, you said you stepped away from ego a lot. It's still there. Like you still have this pool of ego in your, in your brain. Uh, or in your uh, spirituality or psyche, whatever. Yeah. But uh, now that you stepped away from it, like, why so, if you can articulate it, have you felt closer to God? Yeah, no, I'm so happy you said this. Um, so when I first started out on this journey, really, and I just started, I first really studied gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first time ever in background before this, me and aunt, yeah, I mean, we used to go to Catholic, I went to Catholic school, you went to Catholic school, um, you know, confirmation, we used to go to CCD. Sacrament. I, 
Ant was a little bit better, like holding him in some <laughs> songs. Like I remember those days, like that camp. Me, I'm like, fuck this shit. I don't want to be here. Get me out of here. So wasn't a religious dude. But for the first time ever, I mean, I, you know, I was, I was religious somewhat. But gratitude literally changed like the psychology in my mind. Like I, I literally like, no matter how bad things were going, if you name five grateful things, you're like, oh shit, like today's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it literally changes you. So I start, then, you know, I do all these other things, but I don't really feel it. Like journaling, I didn't really feel it. Yeah, I mean. It, like going it, through the motions. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was a lot of going through the motions in the beginning. Working out, like when you sweat, like you don't really feel, sometimes you feel worse. Like, but mm-hmm. gratitude and studying ego and suppressing my ego, I physically felt differently, like a new Tom. And that has led, those were stepping stones towards faith. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Because like in every book, religious book there is, they always say like, praise, praise God or praise the Lord. And there's a reason as to why they say that. Right now, us talking about it and people listening, detach from a notion of religion. Like just look at this through a lens of faith mm. uh, and spirit. And if you're yeah, able- Good point. I'm happy yeah. you said that. And if you're able to praise something and just see gratitude in a granular way, it in some way, like it, you realize that your problems aren't the world. Because I think a lot of people go through these problems, whatever subjectivity of their own world it is, of their internal world, it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, and I brought up, like, look at something, like, if you were to, they always say, like, Einstein, there's a quote by him, I probably will butcher this, but he said, if you look at a rose or a flower for, like, 10 minutes, um, all your questions will be answered. So, yeah, just, like, literally do that and, like, detach from any bias you try to have or try to detach and see what happens. You're, you're, you may find this funny, but uh, the other day I was at the bar, right? Okay. I had a, I had like two margaritas and I mean, four shots of tea and So I'm a little buzzed here. Right. So I'm looking up at this tree, palm tree. And just so you know, like this bar has like women walking around in bikinis and like, there's just nothing but temptation. Like I'm with a bunch of people <laughs> that they're all just like laughing and drinking and having a good time. And Jack looks at me. He's like, dude, what are you looking at? And bro, for like the last, bro, I wasn't like messed. Like I'm just, I was literally just internalizing. I'm like, I'm staring at this palm tree. It's kind of windy. And <laughs> like, I just had so much going in my mind because I just got off work and they want to go have a drink. And then, you know, all this noise. And I'm like, I literally was able to block out my whole external environment and zoom in on this tree and just be still. And I was just still looking at, the, the leaves just go up and down. And then uh, I just realized, like, I mean, from all the things I've been doing, it's just like those little things, like if you practice trying to find bliss in all different frames of mind, mm-hmm. it, it carries itself in a way to where then you start doing it unconsciously. Like I always just try to bring myself back to homeostasis whenever, like, if that makes sense. Uh, but it, it was- It's like- a lot of times these points come down to very simplistic matters and it, it comes down to repetition again. It's like, if you can repeatedly move from disaster to disaster or like 
event to event with no loss of enthusiasm, you can only get that through like facing them over and over. Um, 100%. But then I was going to say as well, the reason we probably feel so present or like probably everyone in the world right now feels pretty present and closer to God is because pain is this gateway to um, being more in the present, which brings gratitude. Right. Um, that's why like the struggle is kind of awesome. I've, are you, uh, I don't know if you were reading the chat a few days ago, but uh, how, how much do you know about the karmic circle? I'll pull it up now. Cause I, I believe I know of it, but not, I did not see this, what you're talking about. Um, so Jay Shetty was actually talking about it on, um, Karmic Circle. on an impact theory with Tom Bilyeu. Okay. And uh, Alant, Jack O'Lantern, he, uh, me and him go back and forth talking about it. But um, I think it's really, really cool. Just to like get a gist of this, it's, this so it? we all question that, right? We all question if you like, for example, you give out so much love to so many people, your business is bringing value to others, correct? Yes. But sometimes I bet you feel you don't always get love in return. Yeah, there's always going to be that. So this is why I love the karmic circle. It's for, I'm going to use you an example. I can give you out love and I could treat you well, treat you like a brother, right? You may come back and treat me like shit right but that's that's not it it doesn't go with people it's more like it's it's a spiritual sense to where now someone may come back to me and give me love and now one day maybe i don't return the favor and give them love back i give it to another person so it's almost just like what you give you will receive but you may receive it from a different person so everybody looks at each other, especially in what's going on in the whole U.S. right now is, you know, I hate you because you don't you don't come back to me. Like I, I hate like even on a grand scheme of things, like I hate Democrats because they, they don't show me this. But like if you just show love, you're going to get love in return. But it's, it may just be from a different area yeah. of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really got into the karmic circle with that because I think it's a really um, – it's really crucial for someone to understand that I, you know, we're taught um, treat others how you want to be treated. It's golden. Mm, but, uh, yeah. Th- yeah. That makes a lot of sense now. It's like, it says this karmic wheel here. It, you, you literally, I just, so just for those not on video, uh, we just had it pulled up before the karmic cycle had desires starts and then karma repeat and then incomplete. Um, but then Tom explained, and now I just pulled up this new chart and it says, it starts with, I love you. I credit you. I am fulfilled. So I don't need you. I don't love you. I blame you. I'm empty. So I do need you. I love you. And I resonate with that, that last one. I'm empty. Cause I think when people get to the point where they realize they are like lost Note, and notice how that's the opposite of I'm fulfilled, like right diagonally across. Oh, wow. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So it's, it's almost just what you push out. The more negative energy you push out, the more negative energy shall come back. Push out more positive energy, more positive energy will come back. But like, again, everybody always says treat others how you want to be treated, but they don't say others may treat you like shit. <laughs> but if you treat others with respect, someone else, the, the, this respect will come its way. 
Mm. But it, it won't always be mutually like how humans think. Like I treat you well, you treat me well. It's not always like that. Or I uh, I put the car back when I was shopping the other day, and now and I came home and I got a flat tire. Like that may be from something you did way back. Like I and I believe in that. I really do. I believe yeah. it goes around, comes around. It just it's not gonna come around when you think it's coming around. Exactly. So like yeah, and the reason if people want it to come around quicker, there is that control but also like uh i guess entitlement or expectancy which can really you're either thinking in the future or uh you're used to something in the past so either way it's affecting your thinking Mm. yeah i noticed there was discrepancy the other day within people i'm close with and they all had their different reasons for being upset but it all came down to one was thinking about the future of of something and the other was stuck on the past and what they were used to doing and they were afraid to let go. And I was just like, a lot of what we're saying, bro, like all 14 episodes don't even need to be recorded because it all comes down to gratitude and presence. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, like, I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, there's so many components, but dude, this, I love, I love when people have an argument and I'm like the third like middle guy in yeah, yeah, intermediate see it from both situations. And like most of the time they're so emotionally invested. They can't step back. Cause I'm like, I dude, I'm guilty of this, but I uh, many times someone will be arguing point a right. And other, another person will be arguing point a too. So like they're both trying to say the same thing. They're actually in agreement, but they're coming from different spectrums. One's looking at optimistic future and someone's coming from analytical data from the past rather than if they can step back emotionally, they could find that connection. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a really complex statement. It's really broad, but I believe me, it makes sense in a lot of arguments. I've noticed this so many times over and over and over again, especially yeah. just in college where like one class debating and another kid says another thing. I'm like, you guys are arguing the same thing, but because you're coming from different points, that's what's separating the conversation further and further and further. It's just, yeah. And dude, that's exactly what I mean by, I truly enjoy helping people get out of their own way. Cause mm. it's okay that you don't see something in the correct way. It's just that your perspective is not primed for this certain like way of living. So let's fix it. Yeah, um, and that came from me not knowing either. Like I, I, I want to teach these things because I live these things, and I know I'm only fucking 22, but like, I lived a lot of shit so far, and I think yeah. this recession is a uh, pandemic is really giving us more experiences to put into our artillery. Dad, want to have a uh, like a growth challenge here? I was just thinking about yeah. this. Let's get it. We'll explain. Got it. Each day, you got to. I mean, add to this because, like, this is fuzzy right now. Just this is so okay. bad. But I was saying, each day you got to give gratitude towards yourself and towards someone else. You know, that's that's tough sometimes. You just randomly say out of the blue, "Hey, man, love you." You know, it's, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Today you got to do something with ego. Do something embarrassing. I'm not saying like you know run around naked, but I'm just saying like do something that like you know, your ego would tell you don't do, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one, a uh, good example. Um, like eating someone's food on the, on a plate that they just 
made. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be a, like a pointless, embarrassing thing, but it has to be something like every like, dude, ego, ego pops up each day. So um, yeah. Like even just a, even just a simple post on Instagram, like my my life isn't that glamorous. Like something just like to just like take a fucking seat, dude, and sit down and like you know. Oh, be, so you're you're be, saying you're saying don't don't like use ego uh use like crush ego in like a, yeah, a crush ego by exposing it i thought you meant like do something evil to like no 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 like, so like the way i think about like to conquer ego is expose it expose yeah okay it. like um yeah no it, when something's brought into the light or awareness it's immediately like almost all crushed so yeah to that point for sure yeah and then uh the third thing i would say is uh, i like that um I mean, third could be prayer or um, um, something faith-based. Yeah, so I'll, I'll add to that because I can bring in perspective. But um, tra- make sure you track everything. So we'll do like 30 days. Track every time you give gratitude to yourself. You don't have to always write. Wait, what's, what's the day? It's uh, 12th, 9-12. 12th. Quarter, quarter three ends September 30th. You want to just do it up until then? Let's do it up until quarter three. Okay, so you don't have to literally sit down every time to write, but if you think of it, make sure you record it. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. So, e- no, even if I, but even if you're not recording it, just like reflect. We'll see like how we felt about it. All right, so we got 12 to the 30th, 18 days, 17 almost. Um, the, so gratitude, crush ego, and then uh, third one, you said faith-based. Um, for us, we like, I can explain if you want to just like uh, for even if you don't, if you understand, I'll just for like people who don't um, prayer of some sort. Okay. So prayer, say, say you didn't understand it. Prayer, just get into the point where you, you don't have to cross your hands and go on your knees, you know, but sit in like a, a, a quieter place and or go into like a spot in nature of some sort you know beach woods path on a a walk on a path but when you do so get vulnerable with yourself and Mm. open up to what's on your mind so like that's the best way to pray it's like be vulnerable because once you give it up you're basically they say and as someone who's faith-based they say like give it up to god he'll take on your burdens um obviously it's not like lack of accountability, but it's like you're opening yourself up to what you're actually afraid of opening up itself, which is fear. If you, if you boil it down. So that can actually be a pathway to more freedom and more accountability. Um, so let's do that. Yeah. And it's, um, I know it's, it's, it's 18 days and I'm, what is it? It's like 60 days to actually make a strong habit. But um, I would say these. Yeah, I would say we're pretty strong in them already. No, I, I, yeah, you're right. But I think we shouldn't use that as like our benchmark. We should actually try to do 21 to 30 days. 21 to 30 days. I'm oh, down. We'll, we'll see how we are. 9 30 20. So September 30th, 2020, and then we'll keep going for the last couple of days. Bro, this is like a weird thing I've been going through, but uh, like in a weird way. Like I'm a weird fucking person, but uh. <laughs> I've been I've been enjoying embarrassing myself. Mm, that's powerful. It, it, it's been a uh, fun. 
Why, well, I'm going to bring up a – actually, I'll bring up my point after you say because I don't want to uh, – Well, I mean, it. during the summer, I went through this whole thing. Just, like, I wanted to really struggle. I really wanted to face um, my 100% failure. And I did that a lot. I, I got really into running. And, uh, I don't know, I revisited uh, just um, Buddhist philosophy, a uh, little Ryan Holiday. Um, little Tony Robbins, little, uh, Goggins. And, um, I got really into ego and I feel the best way to get rid of ego is not to study it. It's not to read about it. It's to fucking expose it, dude. Just put yourself in embarrassing situations and find bliss. Yeah. And working out, you're like at the most embarrassed state. You're like sweating, trying to get yeah. out. Of it. If it's someone so embarrassed to just go for a run, I would say like, Go for a run, like, in Center City. Like, you know, like, let everybody know you're on a run. Like, <laughs> know, something embarrassing. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, not stupid, though. Not stupid. There, there's a huge difference. And I don't even like to use the word stupid. Um, just idiotic. Like, you, there's no point. You're not growing from it. Make sure you're growing from it. And obviously, you know that. Mm. Like, if you're not growing from it, they're, they're, it's pointless. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's solid. So we'll end it on we'll end it on that challenge. We got one, two, three, and we'll report how we how we got and whenever comes time. I want to hear some embarrassing stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, you know what you should do if you can try at some point recording yourself, whether it be you reflecting or you going through the uh, the experience of gratitude, crushing ego, or faith, and we'll make a video and post it on the channel. I like that. Right. I like that a lot. So you're saying almost voice record yourself each, each night and say how it went. And then at the end of the 30 days, it'll be like, if I say, say we did it in, uh, we made sure the voice recording was only a minute. Okay. And then we did it each day. If it went over, whatever. But, it, uh, and we did it each day, it'd be like a little 30 minute segment of gratitude. Yeah. Make yeah, make sure you uh don't just voice record. Try to do video. Oh, video. Okay. Or yeah, because I think that'd be nice. Because how do you combine them all? Because then I'm just gonna have like 31 minute videos. Um, just send it each time you make it, and, or actually don't send them all out. Uh, just after you make it, uh, make it just one minute. Put it in like a new photo album. You can make a new album on your photos app. And okay. done send it all to me and then we'll just compile like it'll be a 30 minute video but it'll be one minute each so it might be 60 minutes because both of us but we'll cut it up so you could see the transformation it's not going to be something someone would sit down on a saturday night and enjoy watching like you would want to watch this for Bro, i want it i don't care i want to see it myself yeah. like, well that's a good if you want to make it for yourself then good Think about how emotion, how what a wave of emotions each week is. You know, I, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like Tuesday could be great, Thursday could be hell, Friday could be totally different. Like I want to hear myself in this psychological state talking about three same the three same things for 30 days. Yeah, yeah, the same same uh, three same categories. Three same categories. And yeah, like as much as if you don't want to do it on the on the 15th day, like just get that shit in. Yeah, no. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. This is fun. It'll be good uh, observations. Yeah. Clinical studies. Clinical studies on Tominate.
Um, I think I believe the next podcast we are having Jack or Lantern. Possibly we could have Jack or Lantern Part Three. Um, and um, take it from there. You know, slowly on the road to a hundred. <laughs> Dude, pretty damn quick. I mean, we're almost at twenty. Pretty yeah, almost at twenty. I remember the first time we uh, made this podcast, we were like on that walk, we were like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Um, happy challenge, bro. Happy challenging yourself.